Hello? Yeah, what it do? You know how I'm coming. It's the big money machine, Lexington Green. How y'all doing? <laughs> Every time I come on here and I'm like, you know what, girl? Today is the day. Today is the day that you're going to be serious. You're going to drop some real gems and be serious. You're going to make the girls sick. They're going to be sick of you. Because they're just going to be like, wow, look how mature and like amazingly elegant Claren is being today. And then I get on and I press record and stupidity, <laughs> stupidity, stupid stuff just pop out my mouth and my mind. And I just be like, I have to, I have to, I have to. But that's part of who I am as a person, right? That's part of who I am. All right, I just be doing stupid stuff. <laughs> and I hope that you okay with it. And if you not, then you know where you could go. Okay. You are listening to the Answer Your Phone podcast. This is your host, Claren. Hi. How are you doing? Top of the morning to ya. It is a nice, brisk, chilly morning here today. Um, I'm not looking forward to the snow coming in a couple of weeks, couple of months, maybe. I don't know. I don't know when it's going to join us. Um, but I'm really hoping that before then, I'm going to find my Caribbean Bay and <laughs> I'm going to be out the way. Okay, I'm going to find my, me. I'm going to find me a Caribbean Bay and be out the way. That's that's all I'm saying. What you got to say to Joe Biden? Take me somewhere warm, baby. <laughs> But nah, that's the plan, man. Honestly, give me someone, you know, who's willing to go out somewhere warm, live there, you know. I'm I'm getting old. Okay, let's be clear. I'm getting old and I was born in the islands, okay? I was not made for cold weather. I was not made for like, you know, these dreary winters and stuff, like all this snow and stuff. Like my little bones are begging they're like girl when when do you think you'll be about done with this because you just you on you on your last leg shuddy like you over here acting like you were made for this like you were built for this like you were made in the snow like and you weren't like you were literally born you know in the warm weather in in heat so what are we doing? That's really what I'm trying to figure out. So if y'all got any fine, you know, Caribbean uncles you want to send my way? Hello. Hi. <laughs> you want some uh, oxtail? <laughs> Rice and peas. <laughs> I'm done. Don't send your uncles my way. Please don't do that. You know, they're going to write you out the will, girl. They're going to write you out the will. What is your biggest fear? Can we talk about it real quick? What's your biggest fear? Because I feel like we're on a different level now. We we just climbing the stairs of friendship, you and I, me and you, all right? And I'm just really excited about it. Like, we're just going to be goofy goobers together. Love it. Love to see it. Okay. <laughs> you know what? One time, well, not one time, I actually stopped talking to a guy because he kept calling me a goober and I thought it was the most like thing ever like I'm like please stop calling me that I never asked him to stop calling me but I just felt like we're older like we're in our 20s we're older people why are you calling me that that's childish like don't be calling me no freaking goober what the hell like <laughs> 
<laughs> it just really bothered me. I just couldn't get into it. I'm like, we we you call me that for it? And the fact that he was also black, I don't know. It just did something in my spirit. It was just very much so like, what? <laughs> what? What is going on here? He kept calling me a goober. And then, okay, that's not just the reason that I stopped talking to him. I stopped talking to him for multiple reasons because, like, honestly, Zoo was giving me mixed signals. And if you give me mixed signals, I'm just going to stop talking to you. Like, I'm not one of those people to play with. Like, don't try to play your little weird games. Don't do any of that because if you do it, I will be confused and I will just take that as my cue to leave because I don't like confusion. And God is not a God of chaos and confusion. So if there is confusion and chaos, all right, in the ways in which you are approaching me, in the messages in which you are sending me, I am going to leave because obviously you are a demon. Ha! I don't know who needed to hear that. Grab it and hold on to it, baby, because that is all there is to it. Like, if you are giving me mixed signals, I'm just going to leave, okay? Because the man would, like, kind of flirt, somewhat flirt. It was weird. It was weird vibes. But then if you would be like, oh, like, are you, what's going on here? Like, I see that you're attempting to flirt. What's going on with that? Oh, no. Like, how old are you? You like me or don't you? You don't like me? Leave me alone. We could be friends. That's what I thought we were. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I don't have time for that. Get away from me. So he wasn't a good friend. He wasn't a good, you know, potential partner. He just wasn't. So I was like, just stop talking to me. To this day, this man sometimes reaches out to me and I'm just like, I don't want to talk to you because first of all, why are you here? I would never want to talk to somebody who doesn't want to talk to me. And I don't think that I I can make it any more clear that I don't want to talk to you because half the time I don't be replying to you. What do you want? Stop. You know? And if you're listening to this episode, this is for you, sir. Stop talking to me. (laughs) And it sounds mean, but I'm not a mean person. I'm just a realistic person. And you can be real with me, but I'm going to be real with you. Stop talking to me. All right? Don't do that. That's weird. That's weirdo behavior. And we don't like that over here. Thank you. And if you guys have somebody that is also giving you lots of weirdo behavior and like odd vibes, have them listen to this part. Just these last couple of minutes and let them know, you know, hey, I wanted you to hear something. Okay. And it's meant for you. I can't verbalize it as well as I need to. But you know how a long time ago they would have like the rejection hotline? Bring that back. Is the rejection hotline still a thing? Are we still, do we, hold on, let me, hold on. Hello, this is not the person you were trying to call. You've reached the rejection hotline provided by rejectionhotline.com. Unfortunately, the person who gave you this rejection hotline number did not want you to have their real number. We know this sucks, but don't be too devastated. So why were you given a rejection hotline number? Maybe you're just not this person's type. Note, this could mean boring, dumb, annoying, arrogant, or just a general weirdo. Maybe you suffer from bad breath, body odor, or a nasty combination of the two. Maybe you just give off that creepy, overbearing, psycho stalker vibe, and the idea of going out with you just seems as appealing as playing leapfrog with unicorns. Regardless of the reason, please take the hint, accept the fact that you were rejected, and then get over it. And please do your best to forget about the person who gave you this number, because trust us, they've already forgotten about you. <laughs> I've never given anybody that number, but like I would call and I would listen to it and I would just be tickled. 
goodness i swear like i feel like such an old person but i'm like bring it back like re rewind bring it back please because we oh we had a time we really did the early 2000s 2010s like we really were out here living myspace era okay you know like everybody listening here would definitely be on my top eight <laughs> honestly i was on my way to making a point before i got so rudely distracted by myself and the rejection hotline i really was i was about to make a point all right all right your biggest fear what's your biggest fear let me know what's your biggest fear let me i'm gonna share mine with you but please don't try to make this seem like it's not a valid fear because it is a valid fear it's a it's a huge fear and i want to share it because it's important to just be transparent and honest okay so imagine picture this okay you know how you go into public washrooms and you i don't know if y'all do i don't know if you do it but i do that little toe tap thing where you tap the the, the door of the the stall with your toe and you just check it make sure it's all clear make sure nobody has left any unwanted gifts in the toilet for you and it's just like you just give it a little toe tap and you check and you survey the area there no no sanitary napkins women's bathrooms are freaking disgusting can i just say that like you know like they always like to share and, and and do this propaganda where women are the cleaner ones but we're not women are actually quite gross in my opinion and if you don't if you need proof go into a woman's public bathroom absolutely horrifying i don't know i just feel in my spirit that the things that go on in a woman's public bathroom surely cannot be going on in a man's public bathroom honestly truly if not only just because of the shame like i feel like if i were a guy i would be very careful and very like meticulous in a men's public washroom because y'all be having urinals no y'all be y'all be peeing publicly beside each other and stuff holding hands and kumbaya and having pissing contests and whatnot so i would be very aware of where i'm putting things how i'm carrying myself so on and so forth women don't care women do not care they be getting into the public bathrooms and this is when they allow their stomach to breathe because they've been sucking in all day they're like as soon as you get into a woman's public bathroom you hear all types of sounds and stuff you hear because women are letting out their stomach you hear like little you think at first that women are having snacks in the stalls no they're they're just opening up their sanitary napkins doing their business and so on and so forth none of these are issues okay the issue lies in the fact that like because women are so focused on just letting loose in the bathroom that they let too loose okay they they just they were flushing a toilet who needs to do that never mind that oh have a poo for sure why not it's all good we're all women we're all friends we get it no ma'am i don't get it i will never get it i will never understand please clean up after yourself you are in a public washroom all right but we still can see you when you leave your stall like we still know who you are you are disgusting come on 
clean up after yourself. Is it hard? No. No, it is not. I just don't understand. All right, so I do my little toe tap, right, to check because I've had horrible experiences in the past where I have not checked, kind of just walked in, closed myself off in this godforsaken stall, turned around and was obliterated by the sight that stood before me, just disgusted, just horrified. So now I do my little toe tap. So we're in the bathroom. We're doing our little toe tap, okay? And we see disgustingness before our eyes. That's right. I said before before our eyes. We see disgustingness. We're absolutely horrified. We're like, whoa, what is this? How could it be? Absolutely. You know, you know, you know the spiel. You know the deal. We are just absolutely disgusted. And as we are backing out, child, as we are backing out, as we are backing out of the stall, because we've seen the we've seen the grossness that lies in wait, and we're backing out. Somebody happens to walk in and sees us leaving the direction of that particular stall. Then they go and they do their toe tap. Okay, they go and they do their little toe tap. Oh my gosh! And they look at you. They look at you like you did that. All that came out of you really and you just left it there huh you just left it there for all of us to see huh and they're just giving you the look like you nasty trifling lady and you just you horrified because you like bro i did not do it i did not do it i did it was not me that is my biggest fear Honestly, I think about it all the time. It has stopped me from using certain like bathrooms sometimes because I'd be so nervous, so scared that it's actually going to happen. Because I'm like, I just know I wouldn't be able to survive. I wouldn't be able to live another day knowing that somebody really felt like that about me. Like they felt like I did something like that. And the worst part, this is a two part fear. Okay, so they see all of this happening. Okay, I run out of the bathroom in tears because I'm absolutely horrified. I'm just beside myself i'm just in the club on a tuesday crying basically right okay okay couple days later i'm at an event very fancy very schmancy very you know living your best life so i'm just minding my business doing my own thing whatever whatever i've kind of forgotten about it but every once in a while i'll think about the bathroom incident and get secondhand embarrassment and just have to stop what i'm doing for that moment but for the most part we're recovering right for the most part we're recovering but then you see something at the fancy schmancy event you see somebody looking at you you're looking at the person they're looking at you you're looking at them they're looking at you you're looking at them they're looking at you and you're trying to figure out where do i know you from where do i know this person from who keeps staring at me and so someone else comes beside the person another lovely lady and the person is staring like you know how people do that strategic stare out of the peripherals okay so that's what the person is doing okay in this fear of mine they're looking out of the corner of their eye and they're also mumbling something to the person beside them and i'm just looking trying to figure out where i know this person from and it comes to me the lady the woman the woman in the bathroom the woman in the bathroom who thinks i did the most egregious disgusting poo and left it for the public to see that person is now at the same event the schmancy fancy event with me and they are now side mumbling to their friend about what i did at the mall in the bathroom in the public bathroom at the mall and they are now spreading the word 
Oh my gosh, okay? Horrifying. Absolutely horrifying. So then, of course, okay, I, I lied. This wasn't a two-parter. It was a three-parter. So then, of course, I'm feeling absolutely mortified because I'm like, oh my gosh, now this is becoming a problem. This is how rumors are started. This is horrifying. And so I feel like I have to take it upon myself to really just clear my name and cleanse her palate of me. So I make my way across the fancy Fancy floors to this person and their friend and I'm like hi there how are you doing I'm so happy to meet you like what's going on how are you doing I saw that you were looking at me this evening because it's like at the same time like I get it like you would want to share this piece of information with your friend like you see that girl over there yeah she cute but she can't be our friend because she nasty but you don't even know me like that you don't even know me like that you don't even know me like that all right, so now you're just spreading lies about me, okay? Okay, cool. So I go over, hey, I saw you looking at me. What's up? What's going on? How are you doing? Blase, blase, blah. Hey, I happen to remember you from the bathroom. Wasn't that a crazy incident? <laughs> Wasn't that wild that somebody could do that and leave it publicly? Like, honestly, I was just shocked. I was so shocked that I was frozen in position and you came in as I was like staring in shock. So I just wanted to let you know that that was not me so then she's starting to look at you why are you looking at me weird why are you being weird to me you're the one here at the fancy schmancy event talking about public poos in washrooms like that's you not me i just came over here to clear my name you see what i'm saying girl so then she just kind of like is looking like okay that wasn't you mm -hmm. but she doesn't look like she believes us enough for my liking so i'm like girl like Honestly, for real, I, I came over here to be nice, but I just want you to know that I know you're over here talking about the poo <laughs> in the bathroom and you need not go further with your gossiping ways because that is trifling. First of all, you don't even know me and you're spreading lies about me. Like I know this is your little old raggedy friend, but what if it was like some kind of person that could do something for me in the future? See, and you're over here closing doors for me like like you're my op. Why are you my enemy? What's going on with that? I don't understand. You see what I'm saying? So that old girl gets mad and she starts like raising her voice and stuff. And I'm like, girl, why are you raising your voice? Not if you but because I really am about that life. Like I really came over here to be nice, but I don't have to be nice. So we could really square up right here, right now. Bop, bop. Let's go. <laughs> What's that girl? What's that girl? I'm F R E E. Let's go. But yeah, so I'm like, let's fight. This is actually like, you think I'm being funny? This is actually the fear. Like, it's like a very extensive fear. Okay. So Mama's is like, all right, let's go. She's taking off her shoes. I'm like, oh, so you're experienced. Like, I, I don't fight like that. I ain't never been a fighter. I'm a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> oh, girl starts taking off her shoes, taking off her jewelry. Her friend is hyping her up. Okay. We're still at the fancy schmancy event. People are looking. They're like, you know, call security, blase, blase, blah. Security comes over, kicks us all out, bans us. And that is my greatest fear. Walking into a public bathroom and having somebody think that you left a dookie in the stall is just not cool. So you know what all of this led me to realize? <laughs> all of this led me to realize <laughs> that I have anxiety because one of the symptoms of anxiety <laughs> is irrational fears. And this is a genuine 
fear of mine that is rooted, if not completely made up of irrationality, okay? It's completely like out there, out the box, out of the stratosphere. The way that this will be a thought of mine when I'm going, when I'm going into a public washroom. Like, God, what if it happens? And I've always been told, like, I, I have little bits and pieces about me that I, I've always known that I have like an anxious energy sometimes around certain situations. I can be very calm and peaceful, but it's a very internal kind of anx- anxious. I suppose or you'll see little 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 tells that I'll do like I'm a I'm a foot I'm a knee bouncer like but I thought this was just part of being raised in a Caribbean household you have so much restriction around speaking your mind and your opinions and your ideas and that's no fault to my mom or anything like that it's just like a respect thing where everything is kind of like almost taken as disrespect so you kind of learn to like okay just stop just Keep it to yourself. Don't, don't, don't stir the pot. Don't shake the table because you don't need that right now. So I've always been a knee bouncer when someone is saying something or doing something that I don't like. If nothing else will tell you, my my foot gets to bouncing and I'm just like, ugh. Or if I just want to be out of a situation, if I want to get out, like uh, my knee gets to bounce. Anyways, it's various reasons and I'm not going to share all of it. I know we're best friends, but you don't need to know all of that, okay? But various situations, various reasons like my knee will bounce bounce I've I've known that I've had like this anxiety around certain situations but the more I think about this fear and how I genuinely will avoid public bathrooms or I will like just be sending people ahead of me not really telling them the reason why but just because I want I want it to happen to them to me like if it happens to them it's okay I can run to your back and comfort you in the situation but I just don't want it to be me the more I thought about it, I was like man am I do I have anxiety like am I like do I do I need to talk to somebody about this because this is not this is not it this is not normal but and I haven't I haven't talked to anybody about it outside of you guys so what I ended up doing was I took a little quiz on anxiety from psych um central i do want to mention also that this quiz does not replace a clinical diagnosis if you believe that you might have an anxiety disorder or another condition after taking this test consider reaching out to a qualified professional about your symptoms okay um in the quiz it asks you various questions about anxiety symptoms during the past month pounding heart um sweating Trembling or shaking, shortness of breath, afraid or scared, chest pain or discomfort, um, nausea or abdominable stress, (laughs) abdominable snowman, no, abdominal stress. Okay, so it asks you about feeling dizzy or unsteady. It asks you about the fear of losing control or going crazy. It asks you about numbness or tingling sensations, chills or hot flashes, a fear of dying, constant or persistent worry, feeling of choking, unable to relax, feeling of being unreal, nervous, feeling shaky or wobbly, irritability or difficulty sleeping, trembling hands, avoiding situations because of anxiety. (laughs) 
<laughs> feeling lightheaded or faint. And then what does it say? So my results are that I should consider an evaluation. What does this mean? You scored within the 23 to 67 range. Scoring in this range suggests that you may benefit from having an evaluation for an anxiety disorder. Remember, it is natural to feel anxious from time to time. Anxiety is our body's natural response to a threat. Further evaluation is typically recommended when these feelings seem to be with you all the time or begin to interfere in your daily life. If you're concerned or want more information consider speaking with a healthcare or mental health professional. They can offer more insight on how to move forward, including if further evaluation is recommended. It might be a good idea to consider keeping track of when these feelings are most likely to spring up and taking these results with you if you decide to reach out to a professional. If you want to learn more about anxiety, you can check out Psych Central's hub on anxiety. And I'm definitely going to put the link of the quiz that I took down in the show notes of this episode so you guys are more than welcome to go ahead and take an anxiety quiz and let me know what your results were again I was in the what was it the 20 the 23 to 67 range so I've had that says of flying colors um but I'm not surprised like you know I feel like most people who have grown up in Caribbean households honestly child listen anxiety ain't nothing it's just it's just it's just part of your life it's just part of who you are but is that a good thing is that where we should be with all of this talk of healing and and self-growth and stuff like that I feel like the best way that we can invest is with ourselves and our mental health and I know that you know you could buy nice things you could find little band-aids and so on and so forth to kind of feel good in the moment but overall mental health is so important and it's super important to be on top of it and notice the little triggers and notice the little signs and so on and so forth and that's what I'm gonna try to do because like we should not be this scared to go to the bathroom in public (laughs) like that's not normal (laughs) we need to work on that so I talked about what I came to talk about and I will talk to you next time bye